Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. On this episode of the Light Path Collective, I ask a fairly seemingly simple question. Who do you go to for advice? But really, the answer to that isn't that simple. And I discuss how we can really use the answer to that question to empower ourselves and the decisions that we're trying to make. Hi, welcome back to this episode of the Light Path podcast. Um, So happy to have you here as I'm going to talk through and nut out an answer to this question. Who do you go to for advice? So our lives are complex, you know, and trans, you know, traversing our paths of light, as we're obviously trying to do here in the fullest, biggest, most authentic expression of ourselves, so that we are faced with the correct lessons and we are mastering and constantly elevating our level of awareness and consciousness. And of course, in the intention of experiencing ease and happiness, but knowing full well that that isn't the guaranteed human experience and we're not trying to avoid pain or sadness because we know that they are such important part of our paths. But as we walk along as humans, it's natural, it's helpful, uh, it's advisable, I would probably say, to at times of confusion to ask for advice. And the reason why this has been poking at me a little bit lately is for two reasons. One, I have been really lately getting back into and enjoying my long walks. And on those walks, I love to listen to podcasts. Funnily enough, um, it actually gives me a chance to listen to mine, listen back to them and, you know, see what I'm putting out there because a lot of what does go into these podcasts are reflections, but they're really channeled. So to listen back to them, I'm definitely part of the learning community and the reflective community with you who are listening, but also listening to other, you know, great speakers out there and and provocative, um, I guess, out of my realm uh, out of my area of expertise or the the circles that I kind of swell in just to get different perspectives and um, to widen and broaden my consciousness. I think that's really important. So I noticed that, you know, by doing that, I'm listening to lots of different people's opinion or advice or perspective on things, which I always really love to do. Hence, a huge reason why I started this podcast to give you guys an option for that from my, you know, corner, I guess. Uh, And the second one is, is that on the weekend, I was um, having a lunch with my closest, most beautiful, reliable friends. And you know, those friends that are just your people. Um, We are not in each other's day-to-day lives um, intimately in terms of we don't see each other every day. We don't even talk to each other every day, Um, but they're definitely really good, solid you know, as, as one of them says, we're your 3am friends, you know, 
we're, we're the people that you call at 3am if you need. Um, so I was having lunch with them and one of them was going through a relationship issue and I noticed how harsh myself and the other friend were on this situation and we were trying our best to advise her on on what it is that she could do but I definitely you know I love to be in situations and kind of rise above them and look at what's going on and I could definitely see how protective we were being of her in the advice that we were giving uh, rather than maybe looking at it from all aspects and on my drive home I really got to thinking about this concept like who do you go to for advice so of course I reflected on myself and who I go to for advice and it, it obviously is really dependent on what I'm wanting advice on it's also dependent on how aware I am of myself like am I going to people Um, that I know that they're going to tell me what I would like to hear or am I going to people to genuinely be challenged on a decision I'm making or what I need advice on so they're the two kind of overarching questions I think we should always consider when we're going for advice like I'm going to this person for advice why and do you know what it's okay if sometimes you just need to hear what you need to hear in terms of any reassurance or comfort, uh, just be aware that you're doing it. It is all just about awareness, right? There are no right or wrongs in life. There are just choices. And so the more aware we are of our choices, I think the better off we are able to process what it is that is um, being filtered or coming through to us. We're able to process it more often than not in the spirit of or on the level at which this advice is being given. Um, And then when I'm going to people for advice because they are the experts on that, I'm also very conscious of myself thinking, okay, am I going here because I just want to be led and told or am I going here to be really discerning to take the information and then discern it for myself so even that level of question like who do you go to for advice and then why are you going to that person in the moment for that advice you can kind of see that that just throws up so many screens through which we are going to naturally or consciously filter what is coming our way but I want to go further than that. Of course, I always want to go further than that because advice given is only as useful in terms of what we're going to do with it. And as the person giving advice, such as the position I was in on the weekend, you're also really susceptible to that person maybe not taking it with the spirit it was given, or if we're advising her to do one thing and then she goes and does another, does that put tension on the relationship? Like really trusting robust relationships need to be established before that can be overcome. So I want to have a look at the five, I guess, types of people or groups of people or qualities and Uh, quantifiable people that we go to for advice and kind of nut out what we are actually getting from them. So the five are our intimate circle, 
Or the second one is a third party. So someone like just once removed from the situation, we can go to people to advice who are going to mirror to us. We can go to people for advice who are inspiring us or disruptor. We can go to our higher self. So let's talk through these five areas of where we go to for advice. Now, more often than not, we are going to go straight to our intimate circle when we're needing advice because we're not sure what to do or we're needing that reassurance. And I think it was um, Mark Groves actually that said this once and it has always, 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 always stuck with me. And he said, he's, for those of you that don't know Mark's work, he is a relationship or a connection expert. And he once said, and it, and it just resonates so deeply with me and, it, and I apply it myself a lot. He says, don't go to your most intimate circle for advice. And the reason he says this is because unconsciously, naturally, the people in your intimate circle are going to give you advice pretty much anchored in fear. He didn't say that fear section, but this is how I believe it to be. They're going to give you advice based upon the best way to protect you, but more importantly, the best way to protect themselves. So when you're going to take a risk in life, for example, I know exactly what my parents would say if I was going to take a risk, like I'm going to move here or what do you think about starting this business, that kind of thing. They're going to filter that through their fear and protection of me, but also of themselves because unconsciously we are wanting to feel safe as well. So as we were advising our friend on her relationship issue on the weekend, I noticed that this is exactly what I was doing. I was pretty like, I'm going to use the word fiercely, you know, in the context of the conversation that we were having, but we, me and my other friend were both pretty deadline and like to the point and strong over what she should do or the advice that we were giving. And it was based on our protection of her. So we did not want to see her upset or hurt. So we were like, do this, bang, that's not good enough, those types of things. But it was also, I guess, unconsciously maybe to protect ourselves because if she, if we advised her, for example, to maybe, you know, do the opposite of what we were saying, then it puts her in a vulnerable position and we maybe didn't want to be blamed for that or, you know, we didn't want that to to kind of blow up in our faces, if that makes sense. So the the most intimate people in our lives are always going to give us advice to also protect themselves and or their image of you and your capabilities. So I think often that going to our most intimate circle can often be the most limiting and biased form of advice that we are going to get. And I know that there's the argument, the flip side of that, of they know me the best, I trust them, they've got my best interests at heart, and that's all well and good. 
But ultimately, we know what probably what the people that we are intimately connected with and care about are going to say anyway. So we probably don't necessarily need to hear them to say it unless we're going to for reassurance and support. So often when we're going to our intimate circle for advice, I would just go back to that question, why am I going to them? It's probably just for support, emotional or mental support that I need as I'm grappling with this decision that I'm going to make. And it's also nice, I guess, if you can rely on your intimate circle to love you regardless of the decision that you make in terms of the advice that you're seeking. So often we just stop there. We just like, okay, my family don't think I should do it or my friends think I should do that. And that helps us with the confidence or the support or reassurance and we can go ahead and do it. But I would suggest we need to go further. So the second category is that third party advice. So is there someone you know, that is connected to you, but not intimately with the situation, i.e. whatever you decide or whatever advice you're seeking won't impact them directly. So these are, I think, probably the hardest to find. And the best analogy I can give you for you to maybe figure out where in your life you have this yourself is, say, for example, a personal trainer. So you might be at a gym or whatever, and you're asking for advice on I don't know what weights to pick or the what supplements to take or whatever it is. Basically, whatever advice that they give is not really going to impact them personally, but they do kind of know something about it. So them giving advice is pretty third party because they actually are not that invested. They might be interested in what you choose to do and they might follow up with you, but they're not fully invested because whatever you decide to do isn't actually going to affect them so much. And I guess you're getting a little bit further into that unbiased advice that maybe you are seeking. Then we have what I like to refer as as mirrors. And I think that is when we invest in advice. So, you know, just last week I went and saw our beautiful um, hypnotherapist from the Light Path Collective, Alana, because I needed advice on something. I needed help releasing or understanding and healing something. And in that, she was able to beautifully mirror back to me what was actually going on. And that form of advice was so powerful because it was if she was just literally there holding space and holding a mirror up to us. And that's definitely the work I do and I love doing with clients is mirror work. I feel like personally, I know from personal experience, it's the most powerful way to get advice because it's someone so, you know, back from it, like that third party, but even more that one step back that is like I can hear what you're saying here here is the mirror to what you're saying and I'm going to be able to rephrase that or question you so you can look at it and ultimately you then become your own best advisor but with the support of that person holding the mirror up so that's really you know you know if you want to see your counselor if you want to see your coach if you want to see your mentor if you want to see someone like me or a healer or someone like that that can be a really good place to go to for advice and I personally find that 
one of the most empowering ways to access advice because I feel empowered as I make the decision as and for myself but with the loving support of the person that's standing there holding the mirror up to me and I would obviously advise you to be very um, discerning over who you choose to go to for that kind of work because you want to be able to you know really trust them and they're going to provocate you like this is not a comfortable experience so you have to feel as if the person is not judging you and that they ultimately do want the best for you purely because you're a human being in front of them and they see the divinity in you and they want the best for you. The second last one I have is inspirations. Now, I kind of going to loop back to how I originally started this podcast talking about how I love to listen to other people's podcasts and get really inspired by them. I was recently listening to an interview. Oh, I can't even remember what podcast it was now, but it was a Shia LaBeouf interview. And like, I don't know really Shia LaBeouf's story. I'm not really that, you know, au okay fait with all my celebs. And I definitely don't necessarily know his history in terms of his choices that he made were made that were maybe not so favorable to his life but just the way he talked about his sobriety and the way he talked about his journey to humility and healing was really inspirational to me so this is a person that I have nothing in common with in terms of our life paths but he the things that he said could really drop in some inspirations for me and that was really good unsolicited I guess advice because I'm kind of just listening out of interest but then I get all this great advice and we know that we are the product of our environments so if we're going to look at healing work if we're going to look at alignment work aka manifestation kind of work if we're looking at evolving then you have to be really super duper discerning with what you surround yourself with like you are the product of what you ingest whether that be through food or your what you're looking at and definitely what you're listening to and if you think about you know our ears for example and our eyes they're so close to our brain physically I feel like there's not that long a path for, for it to be imprinted on our brain and to start to be mulled over by our subconscious so if I'm constantly listening to podcasts for example of how hard it is to be a mom and the struggles that women go through then I'm going to be really all about that and what am I going to be doing I'm going to be creating more and more and more of that in my life but if I'm listening to really empowering stories or even stories that have nothing to do with my reality like the Shia LaBeouf example um, and I'm going to be able to look that way I'm going to create more and more of that in my life so I would be saying be really discerning about who, what you're listening to and what impact that's actually having on your energetic field because your vibration your energetic field is what it is that's going to create the life that you live and so anything that impacts on that anything you look at anything you spend your time doing like scrolling for example is this actually inspiring to you are you getting great advice from looking at instagram and maybe looking at influences on instagram you're probably i'm guessing going to feel like crap about yourself so have a look at where you're going to for advice in terms of inspired or inspiring people 
Um, Because that can be a really powerful place to go, but it can also be a really detrimental place to go. So use your discernment. Last but not least, your higher self. I can't stress this enough. You know the answer for you. You always have. You always will. And I know how difficult it can sometimes feel and be to hear the truth of the higher self, especially when you're in confusion, when you're in an influx of emotional stress or distress, or when you're just fearful of making a decision and the potential implications of that decision or outcome. I get it. I'm with you. I'm human too, which is why I have those other four things. Okay. So I guess the first port of call for the higher self is maybe to visit all those other four things just to get information. But there is no way you can listen to the wisdom of your higher self when your nervous system is completely dysregulated. So the first thing we need to do is calm our physical bodies down and make them feel safe. Go back to listen to the, if you haven't already, listen to the um, interview I did with Tanya on rest and how important that is. So when you're needing advice and you're finding it hard to listen to yourself, probably the first most effective thing you can do is actually just rest, like calm your nervous system down. Rest for you might literally be resting or it could be going for a run. It could be just completely getting out of your head and into your body and allowing it to feel good to you. So that's the first thing you need to do. Look after your physical self. I, I really old Oprah quote, you know, doubt means don't. And I would definitely say that whilst you're feeling panicky and like, I just don't know what to do, those, those responses, it's just because you're in a massive amount of doubt. So it's like at that moment, know that do nothing except look after your physical self. Any anxiety that you're feeling, anything like that, it's really important that you sort that out. Then once you're able to be fully in your body, you're going to be able to breathe deeper. This is why breath work is so powerful. It can also help you get into and calm your nervous system as well. So deep breathing and then to listen to higher self, you basically need to be completely connected to your heart. You can do that by grounding, getting out in nature. You know, for me, it's going for a walk. I know that that is the best thing I can ever do. And my lethal combination, here's my super secret, ready for it? is to actually do a healing session. So whether I'm doing a shadow session and in a child session or just meditating or literally just putting hands on myself in terms of giving myself Reiki energy, give that to myself, then go for a walk. Maybe not straight away, maybe healing the morning, walk in the afternoon, because in that space, my subconscious has already sorted out what it's going to do. And I just personally need to create the space to really feel and hear it. 
and feel and hear it in a way that I understand, in the way that I speak and my language. And it's usually on those walks, if it's not that day or the next day or the day after, I get a really clean knowing of my decision and what I'm going to do and what feels right for me. It will still often feel scary or uncomfortable or it will make me feel vulnerable or nervous. Like all those emotions are still going to be there. So that's not the goal here. When we're seeking advice, the goal is just to feel certain that what the decision I'm making is the right one for me, even though I feel all those uncomfortable emotions at the same time. That's not necessarily indication that the decision that you're making is wrong for you because these are normal things to feel. But when you're able to connect to your heart and truly know what is right for you, you are so powerful. And if whatever decision that you make doesn't turn out the way you had planned or the way you wanted it to, you know that actually whatever happened was so perfect for that time. So I hope this thinking out loud, processing out loud chat has maybe made you reflect a tiny bit, even just one aspect of how do you go to her advice why and the categories under which we do go to people for advice it's not right or wrong it's just about bringing consciousness of the whys of doing what we do and then we're going to be able to consume filter and process the advice that we're getting within the spirit which it is given which will hopefully help us connect to our own truth our higher self more easily to make decisions that are best for us. We'd love to hear your thoughts over on the Light Path community on Facebook. But until we chat again, sending you so much love, so much light, so much grace and respect. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.